are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got a very golden bachelor-filled podcast for you today. We're going to talk about that. First off, we're going to talk about who the weekly podcast guest is this week, a little teaser for that. And we're also going to talk one last thing I want to say about the story that made the rounds the last couple days involving a Bachelor alumni and was he dead and now, you know, saying an Instagram account saying he was dead and now he's alive. And just one thing I wanted to briefly talk about, I'm not going to mention his name because I said I'm not talking about him anymore. I'm not giving him um, the attention that he clearly is looking for. So leaving that part out, but I want to address one thing about the story. And then we're also going to finish it up with some Big Brother talk and maybe even get to a little 90210. What clip did we have yesterday? Oh, it's a clip that had music in it from Wilson Phillips that we didn't get to see in any of the episodes that run on streaming. How about that? Anyway, we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Way. Sometimes small daily actions make a big difference. And when it comes to caring for your hair, a little goes a long way. Get on your way to healthier hair one day at a time with shampoos and conditioners that are just your type. Way is not spelled like you would be expected it to be spelled. It is O-U-A-I. So the website, go to theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, and use promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE, for 15% off your entire purchase. All right, let's get started. First off, coming up in a couple hours today is going to be part one of my interview with Casey Costa from the Big D. We talk about how she got on the show, her marriage to Brooks, the things that happened on the show with Brooks. Did she think she was going to win with Ben? What's the relationship with Ben? What was it out there? Did they try post-show? Anything like that. We're going to talk about that in today's podcast. And just know that next week is going to be part two. And it's going to be a deep dive into a book that Casey wrote, which was self-published and released, I believe, in May. And you're going to find a side to Casey. Like this podcast today is just strictly talking about Big D stuff. Next week, you're going to hear a really deep dive into her backstory and her life that I wouldn't wish upon anybody. I've said it when I've teased this a couple times already. She had one shitty upbringing and a horrible mother. That might be being generous, too. But, yeah, we will uh, we will talk about that with Casey for sure. Uh, that's going to be coming in next week's podcast. And I'm probably going to release that. Well, no, I'm not going to release it Wednesday night. Um, but today's is just her talking about the big D and how everything shaped out there. So yesterday it came down. As I told you, I was waiting for the women of the Golden Bachelor to be released. 22 women this season. And within 10 minutes, just like I told you I would, I gave you the three women who got hometown dates, your final three and then who got eliminated at Hometown Dates and who your final two women are. It's on my Twitter account. It's on my Instagram feed. And it's also on my Instagram story. And it'll be on my Instagram highlights so you don't forget it. But if you didn't look at any of that yesterday, 
I mean, the names that I give you right now probably won't mean much to you because if you didn't even look anywhere, then you're not going to, these names obviously aren't going to mean anything. You won't even know what they look like. So visually go check that out on Twitter or Instagram. But the final three women are Faith Martin, who her bio yesterday on EW.com said she was a teacher, but she hosts the 3 to 7 p.m. show on 94.9 in the Washington Tri-Cities area, a country station called The Wolf, 94.9. So I don't know why teacher is her profession on there. She has her own website, thefaithmartin.com. She has songs on Spotify. She clearly is a good singer. And don't know why she has teacher in there. I mean, I'm sure she taught at some point in her life. But, yeah, that's not her current um, job. Um, the other one was uh, Leslie, was it, uh, sorry, why am I blanking on her name already? Gosh, I'm so dumb sometimes. Leslie Fema, F-H-I-M-A. I'm assuming, I, you know what, I could be wrong in the pronunciation of that. Maybe it is a silent F. Maybe it's Leslie Hema. But it's Leslie, F-H-I-M-A. And she is a fitness instructor from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then the other one is Teresa Nist, 69 years old, financial services professional from Shrewsbury, New Jersey. She is the only one that is kind of off social media, doesn't have an Instagram account, found her Facebook page, wasn't a lot on her Facebook page either. But she is in the final two. So the two finalists are Teresa Nist and Leslie Fema, or Hema, sorry. I'm going to probably... I'm going to stick with one, and if somebody can correct me that maybe uh, knows her or knows, and and I say you may, you might even have not have to know her, but one thing about Leslie is her ex-husband owns, owns two very popular restaurants in the Minneapolis area. Fema's, or Hema's, I don't know how you pronounce it, uh, is one, and then the other one is called, I believe it's, again, I don't know how to pronounce this. Not familiar with Minnesota very much. Mason Margot, M-A-I-S-O-N. Mason Margot. Those two restaurants are owned by her ex-husband, and I can tell you that for her hometown date, they went to Mason Margot. So um, that's why she's her name is kind of known in the Minneapolis area, apparently. So, <clears throat> yeah, they went to Mason Margot for dinner. And Teresa Nist, I, I'm assuming it was in New Jersey. I was assuming her hometown date was in. That was the one. Like the when I told you, I knew two women's first and last names, and I knew two of the hometown date locations. I knew that they had filmed with um, with what's her name? Already <laughs> forgetting these people's names and who's where. Um, I knew that they had filmed with Faith Martin on the 19th in Washington. And then on Monday, the 21st, they filmed with Leslie in Minnesota. And then I knew because the rose ceremony was on Friday the 25th, I knew the third hometown date had to be on the 23rd. But I don't know where they filmed it. I guess Shrewsbury, New Jersey, but could have filmed it anywhere. Teresa was the only one I didn't know her last name. I knew there was. I knew Teresa was the third woman in the final three, but the second they put that up, and I was able to find her 
within probably 30 seconds on Facebook. So, yeah, Teresa and Leslie are your final two. Obviously, you got a 50-50 shot of being right. Today is the final rose ceremony in Costa Rica. Jesse Palmer posted yesterday with Gary and put it on his Instagram. You could, I mean, if you didn't know it was Costa Rica, Costa Rica, because I told you at the beginning of the week, you probably would have guessed it based on where uh, Jesse Palmer was posting from yesterday on his Instagram account. But, um, you know, I mean, to sit here and say, oh, he likes Leslie, Be- Leslie's active. She's an aerobics instructor. She teaches dance. And she's 64. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to choose her. Um, We don't know what Gary likes. We do know he likes adventurous women, but we don't know how they were on the show, what the connection he developed with either one of these women happened on the show. We just don't know yet. So if you guess, you got a 50-50 shot of being right. I wouldn't jump up and down if he picks the one that you say he's going to pick. You you have two choices. Um, I think now... (laughs) The the other, I, I think the other thing that was kind of funny, we did get confirmation yesterday that Matt James' mother, Patty James, is on the show, and she's one of the contestants. I don't know how long she lasts. Obviously, she didn't make it to final three. I don't know how long she lasts on the show, but just like when I brought this up at the time it happened, when Matt did, Matt and Rachel were doing an interview promoting something, and it was right after the story had broken that Matt James' mother was in talks to be on The Golden Bachelor, and they person who was interviewing him asked him what do you know about your mom being on the golden bachelor and he's like i have no idea like really matt (laughs) you have no idea if your mom is literally putting her phone away for one two possibly three weeks how about you just text her call her and ask her if she's doing it like i'm sure she would tell her own son if she was going on a tv show that he was once the lead for like come on so I think back then we probably knew that Leslie uh, that Patty was going to be on it. But because all Matt had to say was no, she's not doing it. Yeah, I heard I I heard that story, I heard that rumor. No, she's not. <laughs> but the fact that he was hemming and hawing and saying I have no idea what my mom oh, Come on, Matt. We're not dumb. <laughs> you don't know. How about you text her? How about you place a phone call to her and ask her? So, that was kind of funny. But um yeah, I don't know how long she lasted. However, yesterday, a lot of the responses, once they found out Patty was on the show but didn't make it to the final three, has now turned into, oh, that's because they're going to make her the Golden Bachelorette. Wait, what? Based on what? First off, we don't even know if there's going to be another season of this show. And if it is, how do we know there's going to be a Golden Bachelorette? I mean, maybe they have a gold, and maybe they do another Golden Bachelor. And they don't do Bachelor and Bachelorette for this older skewing audience. So to sit here and say, oh, it's going to be Patty or, oh, it's going to be it's totally going to be Faith. Everyone's now commenting on who the Golden Bachelorette is when the show. First off, this one hasn't even aired. We have no idea what the ratings going to be for this. We have no idea if they're going to bring it back another season. And if they do, if is, is it going to be a Golden Bachelor or is it going to be a Golden Bachelorette? But to sit here and say, oh, Patty's going to be the Golden Bachelorette, it's already set in stone. No, it's not. Why people are saying that? I have no idea. But that was a huge sentiment on social media yesterday that I was looking at in my post on Instagram and in my tweets, the responses and the mentions. I was like, huh? So I don't know where that's coming from. Okay, so after I posted the final three 
and the final two for The Golden Bachelor. On Twitter, I gave you the names of a couple of the other contestants. Susan Knowles, the one who wants to meet Kris Jenner. That's like her ultimate goal and even has the haircut like Kris Jenner. She is the ex-wife of former Major League Baseball pitcher journeyman Dickie Knowles. And then there is um, obviously Patty James. And then there is a woman named April Kirkwood that within, I don't know, 30 minutes of me posting April Kirkwood as a contestant this season, somebody sent me the message or somebody sent me a link to a story that the New York Post did on her years ago, back in 2015, because she wrote a book in 2015 called Big Girls Do Cry, My Love Affair with Frankie Valli. Whoa. This link is crazy. Basically, it takes a lot of excerpts from her book. But skimming the article, she knew Frankie Valli from when she was six years old because I guess she really liked the Four Seasons music. Then 10 years later, she lost her virginity to him at a Holiday Inn. Did I mention Frankie Valli was 39 and April was 16 when this happened? Directly from her, quote, he was 23 years older than me, 39 to her 16. The first night was sad. I had never seen a naked man before. I was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? That night would set the tone for a romance with the front man of the Four Seasons in the 60s until the Beatles, the most popular band in the world. For me, there was nothing else. She talks about this in her book. After having sex with him for the first time, she said now he told her, now don't do this with anyone else. She said, I was smart enough to go, can I have your phone number? And, of course, he gave me his manager's phone number. This just gets a little more disturbed. I mean, look, um, it talks about how her mother had been abused as a girl and suffered from mental illness. Um, her parents had divorced when she was four years old. Um, she said basically her mother almost wanted her to get out of small town Ohio where she's from and sent her on the road with Frankie Valley. She said, it never crossed my mind that I was his Ohio groupie, his hook, his hookup, his lay on the road, but she would have sex with him, be expected to have sex with him while his bandmates and crew listened while they were on the tour bus. She said, that was awful. The most embarrassing thing, but sex was with a celebrity. What's the protocol? She was 16 years old. Valley would summon her to get on a bus or a plane. He'd always pay, always coach, to meet him in cities such as Akron, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Holiday Inn, sometimes Hilton's. She never questioned why he didn't fly her to San Francisco or New York City. He was so glamorous to me. I could have met up with him at McDonald's. And it just goes on and on about how she had a years-long years affair with Frankie Valley, April Kirkwood. New York Post article from 2015 and, like I said, the book. One, I'm wondering if this ever gets brought up on the show because this isn't, I mean, this isn't something that I uncovered. This isn't some exclusive. It's public knowledge. She wrote a book about it. But this isn't, oh, here's one of the celebrities I used to date. This is, I don't know, sexual predator behavior. A 39-year-old sleeping with a 16-year-old and carrying on that affair and just keeping her as a side woman for God knows how long. 
And then he tells her one day, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry my girlfriend. Not April. The other main woman in his life. I mean, just a just a crazy ass story. But <laughs> go look it up. I mean, if you want to, I the link to it is Frankie Valley took me at 16 and used me in a decades long affair. New York Post, August 23rd, 2015. I mean, this is I, what ha- I mean, I, what's the what's the statute of limitations here? I mean, this is statutory rape, correct? This is a sexual predator, correct? I mean, shit, she wrote the book in 2015. Did nothing happen to Frankie Valley out of this? And I swear, every time I hear Frankie Valley's name, I immediately think of Frankie, who's saying beauty school dropout in Greece. I always mix up Frankie Valley and Frankie Avalon. I know Frankie Avalon was the whole Frankie and Annette, right? That wasn't Frankie Valley and Annette. That was Frankie Avalon and Annette. But man, <laughs> every time that really would have tainted my my uh, impression of Greece if that was Frankie Avalon who was having sex with a 16 year old as a 39 year old. So Frankie Valley, boo on you, you fucking pervert. Big brother last night, I was able to avoid who had won the power of veto, ended up being red, and he did nothing to the nominations. So Jag or Blue is going home tonight, we think, because this whole thing where the audience votes for the four people who have some sort of superpower in the game, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I bet you whatever this superpower is and the four people that get to compete, Somehow, some way, Jag or Blue is getting saved tonight through some magical power that is voted on in the game because they wouldn't have teased it in the preview heading in at the end of last night's episode, heading into tonight saying, you know, they basically said it, the announcer, Big Brother, that dude. He said, will it shake up the game? Or will will the nominations stay the same or something like that? So my guess is, yes, that's what happens. One of those people is getting taken off. We'll see how. We don't know because all we have to do is, you know, the four most popular people get the four people who get the most votes are going to, I guess, either compete in something or to be given the biggest power in the game. And then I guarantee they probably will remove one of them off the block. So. Pay attention to that tonight. It looks like we're going to get a little more resolution on the whole Jared and Blue having sex than him telling her he might be related to somebody in the house and she's thinking it's Felicia. He doesn't correct Felicia. He doesn't correct her. Maybe we're going to get a little more clarification on that, but it seems like Sari wants Blue gone. It could be a mess tonight. And, man, my Thursday nights, college football starts tonight. A great game. At Rice-Eccles Stadium in Utah, Florida, Utah tonight. And I'm going to have to have that on in the background for an hour because I need to know what the hell is going on on Big Brother. Ugh. Thursday nights. And then wait till next Thursday night. Well, next Thursday night I'll be out of town. But the uh, the all the rest of the Thursdays with all the Thursday shows happening with Big Brother, the challenge, Thursday night football for the NFL. My gosh. And then come October 12th, Throw in 
F-Boy Island and House of Villains on E. <laughs> Seriously, five shows on Thursday night now? Oh, and oh yeah, Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Six shows on Thursday night. Uh, what am I going to do with myself? There's no way I'm able to watch everything, even though I do have three TVs in my living room. I, 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 there's no way I'm watching. I could always have the football game on in the background with no sound. That's easy. But to watch those five shows and be able to comment about them on Friday's daily roundup, there's just no way. I'll probably just have to do Paradise and or Golden Bachelor, then Paradise. And then maybe Big Brother. I'm going to have to put off the challenge in F-Boy Island. And, man, House of Villains is probably getting cut. I, I just don't have the time to watch that. But I'm probably going to have to save F-Boy Island and the challenge and talk about them on Monday's Daily Roundup once those are, are in the fold. And finally, let's wrap it up with 90210 Talk. BH90210 Restored on Instagram. We have started episode 21 Yesterday's clip was the opening scene of Claire and Donna having to listen to Kelly Taylor's babbling about (laughs) Professor Finley and the new evolution and negators and externs. But there's also kind of a mini sting operation going on because since Kelly has broken up with Brandon and Brandon can't get through to her, he has elicited the help of Dylan McKay, former boyfriend of Kelly Taylor, who is going to basically start siding up with her, getting, you know, making her feel good about the new evolution so they could get in there and infiltrate. And then and then we're going to find out that Professor Finley is basically just after Dylan McKay's money. And then that's when she they break the news to Kelly and they show her how big of a fraud Finley is. And he's just after people's money and whatnot. So but during all that, Kelly and Dylan get close to each other. And then obviously towards the end of the season, he realizes once again, he's got feelings for her. And remember, season five season finale cliffhanger is the most infamous three words ever uttered in this show's history, which is. Brandon has asked Kelly to marry him. Dylan has asked Kelly to travel the world with him. They're both waiting for a decision from her after Andrea and Jesse leave. Thank God, because they were just a wet blanket on all of season five. Every time their storyline happened, it was just they were fighting or somebody was upset at the other one. But after Andrea and Jesse leave the peach pit, say goodbye to everybody. They leave. Kelly makes her decision, and it's a decision heard around the world. I choose me. (laughs) So she doesn't go with Brandon and doesn't get engaged to him, doesn't choose to travel the world with Dylan, and that's how season five ends. Although we know Kelly and Brandon are always still something there because at the end of season seven, Brandon's girlfriend finds the ring that Brandon never gave up or he not sorry, he never gave up that he bought back from the jeweler who was played by Brandon in one of the weirdest makeup and weirdest characters they've ever put on the show ever. But we're getting way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Yesterday's clip was literally two minutes long and I just basically gave away storylines from the next two seasons. But yeah, the other thing about yesterday's clip was it opened with 
Hold On by Wilson Phillips, that Instagram account has all the original music. You can't hear that anywhere else. You can't get it on the DVDs. You can't get it on um, any of the streaming services. Nowhere. Some of the streaming services just eliminate the episodes, but even the episodes that they did keep, they just put in generic music. So Wilson Phillips Hold On is heard in the beginning of the in in the beginning of the episode in that clip yesterday so anyway thank you all for listening i really appreciate it please follow me on apple Podcasts. also rate and review the sports daily is going to be up in an hour from now if you're into gambling you might want to listen to that one i've got some college football picks for you for this weekend and also in two hours like i said casey costa from the big d will be on the weekly podcast so thank you all for listening i really appreciate it and i will talk to you tomorrow See you!